at least for me, sometimes it sounds pretty easy when I pray it, but when I start thinking about all the things that it means and how, how that affects me, um, you know, am I fully submitted to his will? And I think that's a, that's a really good sign post because if we're not submitted, it's really hard for him obviously to use us. Um, he used Cyrus, he used lots of other people in the Bible. We see examples of that, but if we want to truly be used by God, we need to be surrendered. The second signpost that came to mind is, does the Holy Spirit dwell within us? Um, in, in John, um, Jesus prayed this, and he said, I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Um, and so, again, when we're controlled by that Holy Spirit, God's presence um, is going to direct us into doing his will. So if, if we have that spirit within us, um, we, we have to develop kind of a sensitivity to that so that we can kind of feel his direction and leading. Um, third was, are we at peace? Um, in his letter to the Philippians, Paul told him to be careful in nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Um, one of the signs that, that we, again, we are in the will of God is the peace that fills our hearts and minds. It, you know, it doesn't mean that the war goes away. It doesn't mean that, that everything is perfect. Um, but it's a place where we can be at comfort and we can we can trust and, and just rest in the idea that God is is working working in us. Uh, the fourth one that, that came to mind was do we seek godly counsel? Um, there's a couple of verses in the Proverbs that, that jumped out at out at me. Uh, one of them was um, in the multitude of counselors or safety. That's twenty four five and in Proverbs twenty seven nine ointment and perfume rejoice the heart so at the sweetness of a man's friend by hearty counsel i think one of the greatest examples of this in the scripture um, is moses and his father-in-law jethro and moses was you know going through the challenge of leading the people out of egypt and and jethro basically told him this is what you're doing is not good and we know moses was following god's will to lead the people out but the way he was doing it and carrying all the burden was going to wear him out and and you know Jethro came along and gave him good advice so you know sometimes um you know we need others to come alongside us and kind of point us in that direction god hey god's opened the door you need to go do this or you know maybe they they pull back on us at times as well and then the, the fifth signpost is is maybe a little bit harder to discern but i'm going to ask it this way i says what are the circumstances in your life and are you taking advantage of them? Um, you know, it's, it's for those of us that travel a lot, um, we get the opportunity to sit by somebody on an airplane seat. For those of you, and, and they're always, as Rick has mentioned before, it's a perfect opportunity. They can't go anywhere. So it's a chance to talk to them. But for the others, your job or, or your role that you play today doesn't allow you to do that. So where is it in your life? What, what do your circumstances give you? that are a place to, to be able to go out um, and share. And I'll just share a story because this is one of the lessons that I learned um, really valuable a number of years ago. And I think it was about 15 years ago, I was traveling home from Europe um, and I was flying one of my least favorite airlines. So that already put me in a kind of a foul mood anyway. Um, I shouldn't be that way, but I am. And to top it off, we had been delayed and, and there multiple things had gone wrong. I missed my flight. Um, and then when I finally, they rebooked me finally, they stuck me in the very back of the plane. So I'd lost my premium economy seat and 
I walked on the flight just sort of ir- beyond irritated, maybe, just because, you know, typical. This is the way the airline works. I don't like flying them anyway. And then I walked by a whole bunch of empty seats. And the further I went back, back that plane, the more irritated I got. And then when I got ready to sit down, there were all these empty seats in front of me, and I was sitting down beside somebody else in the middle seat. And it was like, really? And as, as I sat there, the guy opened up to me, and he started. He was on his way home to bury his father. Didn't have a Christian relationship. It ended up, and I, I remember feeling so humiliated from the standpoint of God had went to all this work to put me in a place that I could show the, the gospel, and all I could really think about was, how much my circumstances weren't what I wanted. And, and again, I, probably all of us have had similar situations, but it's, it's really caused me to stop at times and look at where am I? What has God set there that I need to take advantage of? So as we, we think about these kind of five areas, um, our ability really to discern this is really driven by our prayer life. Um, you know, I, I think about this. I spent 25 years here as a food scientist, and one of the most interesting projects that I've ever worked on is making tortilla chips. And um, I won't turn you into food scientists today, but when we do that, we it's there's a long process that has to go to. We start with whole corn. We have to add some chemicals to get the cooking right. We add water. Um, and then that, that whole process goes through what we call steeping, which is basically a whole time to allow that corn to cook and come to the place that it's perfect for use. Um, if you go too far, it becomes sticky and you can't deal with it. If you don't go far enough, it's it's real crumbly and you can't make a good chip. And and so one of the things that, that this always reminds me of is, you know, we have to have the ingredients. We can study God's word. We can, um, we can spend time, you know, trying to discern what he's saying. But prayer is really like that steeping process. Is, is if we don't do that, it, we can have all the perfect ingredients there, but we can't make the product that we want. And if we don't, again, spend the time in prayer, we can study the word, we can see these signposts, but they really won't come to a place that we're able to to sort of make a good product or do what God's asked us to do. Um, so as, as we think about that, I, I guess I'll just leave you at this thought. I, I don't know what God's doing in your lives. Um, I know he has a plan for each of you, just as he does for me. But as we go to prayer today, I guess I would just challenge us all to be really sensitive to the signposts that God's put up on our path. They, they change as we go down the road each day. But let's, let's stay sensitive to them so we can feel his direction and be able to go out and share and proclaim the gospel in a way that, that fits what he's asking us to do.